mind. What's on your mind? Information. She's full of it. Things to do, places to visit, and the stories behind the people in our community. That's a lot of information. Throw in a little news and pop culture. That's too much information. You have TMI with Teresa. What have I told you about over here? TMI with Teresa. We're all guilty of TMI. TMI. Well, hi, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to another edition of TMI with Teresa, my first one in quite a while. Um, not too long, but it has been about a month or two. Though I started doing this podcast, gosh, two years ago. And then for a while, it actually became a show on some of our radio stations here at Still City Media. And it was um, something that was just about the community and everything. And then we kind of made some changes in the way that we do community programming. And so now it's back to just being a podcast, which is actually makes my life a little easier only because I am so busy and things are very hectic. And so it means that I don't have to follow a schedule. I can talk to you when I have something on my mind. I can share with you when there's just something going on in the community, like what we're doing today, talking about the always and forever golf tournament. But it also means that I'm not locked into having to produce a show every single week. And I love that you love to listen. And thank you so much for your emails and texts wondering, where's the show? But on a personal level, it just makes my life easier. (laughs) So today we are going to talk about always and forever. Now, listen, this golf tournament is actually coming up this Friday, um, February. Gosh, see, I'm I'm so tired all the time. I don't even know what month it is. It's coming up this Friday, June 11th. And um, they actually already are full as far as people participating in the actual golf tournament. However, the whole point of this is that it's just going to be a really fun fundraiser for the animal shelter. Uh, Always and Forever is they specialize in senior dogs because it's harder to find them homes. They are a little more expensive. And I mean, let's face it, it's hard to open up your heart to a dog that you know you are only going to have for a short time. But All dogs need love. So this morning, I'm just touching base with Shelby about the event. You can still come out. You can just watch. They are hoping to have some um, dogs that need to be adopted or have fosters. They are hoping to have them out there at the St. Andrews Golf Course. There's also going to be a silent auction up at one.bidpal.net slash tee up. And that will all be at their um, main website, which is alwaysandforever.love. So the important part is, is that you just um, create awareness, share it with your friends, um, donate, stop by if you are willing to foster, if you want to adopt a dog, uh, you can donate money while you're there. Um, Just do whatever you can to help this great place um, because it is such a great organization, um, specifically trying to love and take care of these senior dogs and give them a wonderful home uh, towards the end of their life. Ironically, Shelby, the last time I talked to you, it was when um, the last thing I did before everything shut down in 2020 because of the pandemic was the big fundraiser for Always and Forever. And I remember you guys weren't even sure if you were going to be able to have it um, because that was like that weekend was when everything was starting to shut down and businesses were questioning what to do. We went ahead and had it. And I can't remember, did we have to wear masks or at that point, was that even a thing? 
No, not yet. I remember, I can remember it like it was yesterday, that Friday night before the gala is when Johnson County, Kansas declared a state of emergency. But it was only for public events. Okay. It was a private event. However, about half the people that were supposed to come to the gala didn't and gave their tickets to other people. <laughs> right, right. So at the last minute, we were shuffling table assignments and, you know, doing other things. But that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the last thing. If, if it would have been the next weekend or something like that, we wouldn't have been able to do it. Well, and I, I've been watching on social media through since that time all the way up till now. So we're past a year later, like a year and a few months later. Um, and I know that Always and Forever as an animal shelter has continued to be open and find homes for dogs this entire time time. But as far as like, you know, you can't just drop by and hey, what's going on? <laughs> you know, because you had to be very strict right. about your volunteers and people coming because you, um, you know, you, you can't have everybody get sick. And then who's going to take care of the dogs? <laughs> so, and that's, yeah, that's been, that's been exactly, you know, what we've discussed is it's been just bare bones staff right now. Wow. So just kind of, just, just kind of like summarize. Said, somebody got sick. Yeah. I'm, I, I want to know just like you, though, as, as a staff member, like, how was it? Like, how were you guys feeling? Was it, were you, were there times where you're playing with the dogs and you're loving on them and you're thinking, does anyone know we're still here? What's happening? And who's out there? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was tough because it makes, it makes you really nervous. Are people still going to be adopting? Cause you know, pandemic or not, there's still animals in need. Right. You know, and I, Jen gets me all the time and I joke cause I keep saying dogs and I'm one of our, I've foster failed cats for us twice. I'm our, one of our few cat fosters. Oh, <laughs> I always what? say dogs. Like she always says, you forget the cats. I'm like, Oh, don't tell my cats. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough and just simple things. Like we relied so heavily on people just to come out and take dogs out for dates and, you know, to take them on walks or come do laundry. And we just completely shut that down. Now we did keep doing, we really promoted our doggy date program. So what we would do is someone could make an appointment. We had a sign up for them and they could just pull up in the driveway and we would bring them out a dog on a leash and they could take them on a date. And that kept going. So besides that, I mean, we stopped doing any type of in-person fundraisers. So myself with fundraising, I had to get real creative and come up with how are some ways we can still continue to raise some funds. Cause as you know, you know, we don't get any kind of, you know, we don't have any, you know, ongoing, you know, financial support mm -hmm. and we also don't charge adoption fees. Right. Which I uh, still think is crazy. Really, <laughs> <laughs> I know, but Jen, you know, Jen's thing is she just really wants that pet to go to the right home. And, and, and we know the, you know, the financial burden that somebody's taking on or not burden, financial responsibility. Let me put it that way. Um, for especially with a senior dog. I know when my dog, you know, those last probably six months, I mean, it could be a mortgage payment when I took her to the vet. Well, uh, you it know, be. yeah, let me just to give you an example. I have a dog. I have two senior dogs right now that I um, have oh. had their entire lives. One just turned 14 and one is about to be 13. And both at the exact same time within a week of each other have just started having heart failure, which is common for that age. Um, uh, one mm -hmm. of them had to spend the night, uh, two nights in an emergency room. And um, they both are on like three different medications that they take twice a day. And just those two nights in the emergency room was, you know, that's $3,000. So just to give you an example yeah. of how bills can <laughs> add up. I mean, it really is, um, you know, it's something that you are, you, sometimes it can be a financial burden, but you are giving these dogs love and a beautiful home to be in for that um, mm -hmm. their, their golden years 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, for some of them, it may be days, it may be months, you know, and for people to take that on, I know that's tough because, I mean, my dog's been gone four years and it's still heartbreaking, but I do it all over again. You know, I only had her for three years. I got her when she was 10. And so, you know, for people to do that, it's just amazing. But it, but yeah, it isn't cheap. I mean, we, we take the ones that a lot of people are, you know, fearful to take. Like I know on average, we, it's usually around $50,000 in expenses in vet bills for us. Yeah. So, you know, and like I said, the, the pandemic, it's been tough, but people have still been adopting, which is just phenomenal. Um, and so the whole reason that we switched to the golf tournament is because, you know, a year or so ago, we just didn't know what this was going to look like, if we could even have anything. And thank goodness we did switch because, you know, the gala would have been in March, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't know what that would have looked like as far as capacity or what we could have could have done so yeah into the golf tournament's been a it's been a good choice (laughs) so let's talk about the details then when is the golf tournament and where is it going to be perfect so it is on friday june 11th and it's at um st andrew's golf course it starts at the i gotta get used to this because i'm not an early bird i don't know how you all do it with these early mornings i guess you never get used to it shelby (laughs) okay (laughs) i'm not a morning person so we're gonna be it's a it's a shotgun start and it's a they tee off at 7 30 in the morning so check-in will start at 6 30 so i'm gonna have to stop and grab the strongest you know espresso i can find (laughs) but i think it'll be it'll be a blast we will have a silent auction leading up to the tournament, so it'll close on the 11th at 10 a.m. And so we will have some items in the silent auction that can be mailed to people. So anybody anywhere could participate. There are certain items that they would have to be able to come up to the golf course to pick up. Or if they know someone that's golfing, that would they could sweet talk to pick it up for them. But, what are um, some of the things? Can like we talk for, about it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, we have one of our um, awesome fosters, and she's a, they're a foster fail, too. Um, they've donated a vacation in Breckenridge. So we'll have that. Um, and it also comes with um, snow, a snow, snowmobiling experience. Um, we have um, another great donor that's donated two condos at Margaritaville at Lake of the Ozarks for a weekend. That's fun. So we'll have, yeah, I'm, I got to be careful. I may be bidding on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Also, Chicken and Pickle, they did this last year, and it was just such a hit, and so they're doing it for us again. They have an RV, and they will come pick you up at your house with 16 of your closest friends and take you to Chicken and Pickle. Oh, wow. And you get to play pickleball for the day, and they provide the food. Do they take you home? <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. yes, they take you home, too. So they'll do that. Um, I don't know if you remember at the auction last year, the Whiskey Wagon. I do, and I guess that, that was again. a really big deal, because when you brought it out, people were really excited about it. Yeah, it ended up going for it was I want to say around thirty five or thirty seven hundred dollars, but it's literally just a, a you know what are those uh, the radio flyer just a red wagon, uh huh, and it's just full of different bottles of whiskey. Imagine how much more it would have gone for if that event had been right smack in the middle of lockdown. <laughs> People would have been like, <laughs> I know, oh, I need all that whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I think we probably could have made even more money off that one. So um, let's see. We'll also have some some signed sports memorabilia. Um, let's see what else. Um, there's just there's kind of a little bit of something for everybody. We've got um, multiple baskets from from different companies, um, dog and cat themed baskets, a big wine themed basket. Um, oh, and then we also have um, 
another awesome sponsor is um, donating their um, condo in Florida. So we've got multiple vacations. And those are all things that, you know, I can easily mail that to somebody. So anybody anywhere could participate. So when they get on the auction site, they'll just want to look on each item. It'll say if it can be mailed to them or not. Okay. And you said that's actually, so you have a specific site for the event. It's not just the alwaysandforever.love? Right. If they go to, it is, and I'll send this to you, but it's one, it's one, so O-N-E, a period, bidpal.net slash tee up four and it's the number four tails um if they just wanted to make a donation towards the tournament that's on there too and then that's where the auction site will be so it's all just in one spot the silent auction closes on june 10th um it'll actually close on june 11th the the tournament but it'll close at 10 in the morning that way it gives people time if they either want to stop by or if they're actually golfing you know, they can grab their item as they're finishing up when okay. they're going home. Um, that is so. kind of a, I'm trying to write it down and I didn't even get all that website. Is there a link from alwaysandforever.love for that yes. website? Okay. Just to yeah, make it we'll easy. we'll definitely make sure. <laughs> and put, yeah, exactly. We'll definitely make sure it's all on the website. Um, I actually also, if anybody's interested on the Always and Forever Facebook page, there's an event for the tournament. Okay, great. And it's got everything on there. And right now I'm thanking some of our sponsors on there and, do you guys um yell up there? Do you um do you have enough volunteers and people that like at the golf tournament? Will you have some of your pets, or is that not usually a good idea? Just because there's so much chaos going on. <laughs> yeah, no. The golf this golf course has been so great to work with. Um, they did approve if we want to bring some dogs up. So okay. that's my hope is that we'll have some of our volunteers because it's not too terribly far from Moise and Forever. And so um, I'm hoping that a few of our volunteers, now a lot of it's going to depend on how hot it is out that day. Right. You know, because some of the, some of the oldies can't make it, you know, <laughs> yeah. for too long outside. But the hope is, if, you know, a couple of times maybe we can have people go grab a few dogs and bring them out. But they did say that's absolutely fine. And I mean, if people yeah. are just in the area, I'm sure they could just, you know, stop by and be like, here, I'm just going to throw some money mm-hmm. your way. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have, you may, you may remember this from the gala last year, but we're going to, we're doing a twist on our support a senior program. Mm-hmm. So like, if you remember last year, Kelly and I were up there and we said, okay, a $250 pledge we'll do. That could be, you know, a full round of dental for a dog. I'm just making this up. That's not the exact amount for that. And then people could hold their paddles up uh-huh. and pledge at that number. So we're going to have a giant banner there that day and a whole bunch of little paw prints. Like imagine like, have you seen like for, Oh, I think like March of Dimes and some other groups do it at some fast food restaurant. Yeah, or like at the grocery store and you pay for it and write your kid's name on it or something and they put it up on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so we're going to be doing that. And so as people pledge and donate, we're going to put little paw prints. So I'm hoping by the end of the day, we'll just have this huge banner full of paw prints. That's cute. Like I may... I may get one and put, you know, in memory of Emmy Lukaxon or, you know, Uh in honor of... My, I'm ridiculous. My cat's name is Duncan Pam. So Wait, what was your say, cat's name again? You know, I think it skipped out a little bit. What was it? Oh, uh, Chunk is my first one. He's <laughs> my 17-pound scared of everything. So and cute. then Pam is my 7-pound no-fear child. Okay. So she actually, her name came from, I'm on TikTok way too much, like most people during the <laughs> pandemic. And this one gentleman I follow uses the term no ma'am Pam a lot. Uh-huh. Well, when I was fostering her, her name was Zarabi, which is, yeah. so I always give them new names. So I, she gets in trouble all the time. I probably tell her no 50 times a day. And so I kept saying no, ma'am, Pam. 
And I'm like, hmm, that's stuck. So now her name's Pam. But her like name it. is no ma'am Pam. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, speaking yeah. of TikTok, remind, so. we should remind people that always and forever you have a TikTok account and you put like, you know, cute little videos of the animals mm-hmm. up there and like their nighttime goodnight videos and all sorts of stuff. In fact, yeah. one of the goodnight videos got picked up by um, the Dodo, right? Yeah, that one got, I need to look, but the last I remember, it was at like three and a half million views. That's a huge deal. It was a little overwhelming. It was crazy. You know, because, you know, we would always try to come up with fun little cute things and other stuff. And of all things, it was just a video of them going to bed. Yep. Well, it's really sweet, though, how you guys go around and like you say goodnight to every single dog individually and you see how they're winding Mm. down and they're like, I'm going to get on the sofa or I'm going to go over here on the corner. And, you know, it is like a home and not a typical shelter. Yeah. Although it was kind of funny, a couple of the people in the comments were like, well, why didn't you pet that particular dog? <laughs> and we were like, well, that one that one can't see and can't hear, so we don't want to scare it. It's already asleep. Yeah, don't overanalyze like, oh, okay. people. We know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and people get invested. Yeah. Like, they get invested and want to know what's going on with certain dogs. Which, And it's just been so neat because it's a whole different, you know, audience. Mm-hmm. We've got people, sometimes I have to Google, like, because someone will speak in a different language that I don't recognize. And we'll have people commenting in Dutch, um, in French and Spanish. And it's just so cool that it can resonate with people, you know, all over the world. We've had several people um, mention they're from um, Australia, uh Ireland. Well, I think animals, you know, that's why the Dodo is so popular. Uh, I think that the love for animals and pets is something that does transcend. uh, You know, it's bigger than language Uh and things like that. It's something we can all have in common Uh with each other. So um, we, it's always in forever. And we say it's fur, like fur, (laughs) always in Mm -hmm. forever, um, dot love. And you can go and learn more about the animals and about the farm. But let's just let people know, it's not like you really shouldn't just, it's not the typical kind of shelter where you should just like stop popping off the street right you should call and make right. an appointment or especially because you are still mm-hmm. going through you know some covid restrictions and and also the way it's designed i think you should always like just call ahead and make an appointment right yeah it's always better um the best way is um through email which is um info at always love okay um and that way they can get them set up with the correct people so if you know, they're interested in meeting dogs up for adoption. We can get them connected with our adoption coordinator. Um, if they're interested in fostering, we have a foster coordinator. So we can make sure and get them to the right people if they're wanting to come out and volunteer. We are slowly right now just starting to um, allow volunteers to come back. And we will soon start doing our volunteer orientations. So if someone follows us mostly on Facebook, that's where they're going to see. Because even when we start to do those again, we're going to have to limit how many people can come out. So those volunteer orientations are going to be a lot smaller than they used to be. Well, and I want to point out if someone is listening, if they're listening, like, well, that's a pain. Why do I have to call ahead? Well, because this isn't like a typical shelter. It's not like you walk in and there's a big office Mm -hmm. and then there's a room with, you know, cages and things. It really is a house. Like, it's a barn. You, If you just opened up the door, uh, (laughs) there's just dogs running around in the room. (laughs) And that's why you know it's very secure and it's mm-hmm. not a place that you can just have traffic walking in and out of because your dogs are meant to feel like they are in a home so they are just kind of out you know free mm-hmm. and enjoying life and having a good time so it definitely is better to uh, let them know you're coming <laughs> yeah because yeah, our staff that's there is really focused on the animals right you know there's the, the the not so exciting things that people don't think about you know everybody always especially on social media is like oh that's my dream i want your job and i'm like well get ready to pick up a lot of 
Yeah. <laughs> There's those things that aren't as, you know, aren't as, you know, sexy that we have to do. So that's what they're focusing on, their feeding and stuff. So mm-hmm. if we know someone's coming out, usually someone else will make sure they come out to also be there. It really is a beautiful place. I love it when you guys post pictures, um, like of the sunset, you know, the sunset on the farm and you see the dog just laying in the grass. (laughs) It's truly like therapy for me. It's my happy place. Yeah. Yeah. On the couch and just love on the dogs. And so I know so many people are so excited just to have that back, just to be able to come out and just sit and relax and enjoy time, you know, Enjoy yeah. time with the animals. So. Yeah, my friend Brooke and Bryce—they are the ones who introduced me to you guys, and I know that they—they're um, yeah. ready for things to be back to normal, where they can be out there all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I I hear them. I'm excited too. Yeah. It'll be great. I all can't right. wait. Okay, and just a reminder for those listening today: not only is this a huge fundraiser, but Always and Forever is always looking for foster homes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and kind of a shameless plug on that end too is we're seeing a lot of uptick need for um, cats Mm -hmm. and there's really only a couple we only really have like maybe three cat fosters and see I'm in a special situation because my two have special needs so not just any cat can be here Um, and so like we have one person in particular that takes a whole bunch of kittens for us and does some things so we especially but dog fosters too we need fosters in general but if anybody's a cat person we definitely need some cat fosters, but yeah, we, anybody that's willing to foster, like you said, it's tough. I've is it not as common to have gosh. places that take cats? I know that there's shelters all over our area that do have cats, but is it just not as common? There's not as many? I think the hard part is, especially getting into this time of year, you see a real influx. Um, it unfortunately, because of cats not getting fixed, um, they have what they call kitten season. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like, so all the shelters are kind of getting an influx of cats at the same time. Okay. And so that can make it hard. And sometimes, unfortunately it can be harder. I know the kittens are cute, but they turn into regular cats. Yeah. <laughs> and so sometimes not as many people want to take an adult cat. They want the kittens. So that can make it a little harder too. The reason I'm asking but, is because um, I actually had a story on my morning show this morning um, it was a cute story um, about a woman in Florida who saw a little kitten that was like running around in traffic. And so she was able to save the kitten. And then she tried to call shelters that would take it. And the closest one was 80 miles away. So the cute part of the story was yeah. that she couldn't drive the kitty because she had to go to work. So she called an Uber. And thank goodness, a nice man pulled up as her Uber driver. <laughs> she said, this cat needs to go to Jupiter, Florida. And so this Uber driver was nice enough to go ahead and take that kitten 80 miles to the shelter, um, which I'm sure most That's of the adorable. drivers wouldn't have done that. But I was just wondering, because I thought that yeah. was odd, that she couldn't find a shelter within 80 miles to take this cute little kitten. And then yeah. when you were just saying that um, you're in need of fosters, I, I didn't know if maybe it was just a little more difficult. It is just because there just is so many. And there's a lot of amazing organizations here in town that do what's called uh, TNR. It's Trap, Neuter, Release Mm -hmm. for a lot of the cats. So it helps bring down the cat population, but there's always such a need. Everybody is trying to find places for them. And it's just, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, different shelters. It's not that they don't want to help. They're just out of space. And especially for us, you know, we don't, we joke, we need to create a a, a second barn, but for the cats. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we can't really keep them at the barn. <laughs> and you're like, I'm not joking. I'm totally going to build another barn. 
<laughs> we've we've honestly kind of joked about it, but then been like, "But I'm serious. How can we make this happen?" I mean, I'm sure if you, TikTok, yeah, if you had the I funds for it, you would. Has one. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a woman on TikTok that actually it's a little it's more of a shed, but she's almost made like the little red barn, but for cats. That'd be that'd be great. Just make it a cool place and don't be like, you know, what is it, Carol, the crazy cat lady from the Tiger King show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can't go there. We can't go there. But uh but yeah, I mean I've I've fostered I wanna say like in the seventy some animals and so far I've only foster failed three. Wow, that's but actually pretty good. That's pretty good. I thought um, you your number would be higher. <laughs> All right, we'll go to alwaysandforever.love and look for Always and Forever mm-hmm. on Facebook and then look for the events page for the uh, for the golf tournament. Anything else you that we need to know about before we say goodbye? I don't think so. You had kind of mentioned our TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just always in the, the letter N, forever. And like you said, the F-U-R-E-V-E-R. So it's always in forever, Casey. So if they're on TikTok, if they want to follow our antics there too, we've got that, so... Well, Shelby, yeah. thank you very much. It was good to catch up with you. I know um, I don't yeah, know if I'll get to be too. out there. You know, it's I'm working in the morning when the uh, tournament starts, so I just wanted to do my part and at least help you get the word out. It was good that we could at least catch uh, up on the phone. We appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. And we'll be doing a couple of Facebook Lives that morning. Okay. And, you know, showing people around and stuff like that. So it should be a fun day. I'm excited. Thanks for listening to TMI with Teresa. Production and voice imaging by DJ Sod and Connor Quinn. Get episode updates and read Teresa's blog at TMIWithTeresa.com. Oh.